again. Um, starting off the show again with some smooth jazz. Uh, I don't own the rights to this music, but it sounds good, doesn't it? Or uh, as I am sitting here eating, oh, I didn't turn it down enough. <laughs> um, eating away on some Snickers ice cream, which is actually pretty good, huh? <laughs> Uh, tonight, on tonight's podcast, Uncomfortable, where we are here not to change your mind, but to open it. And I'm not sure how long this is going to go on. It just popped up in my head. But um, with the recent election, uh, the record amount of turnout, and there seems to be some question of the it being legit. And when Trump got up there and questioned some areas of the voting, saying mass fraud, mm, excuse me while I'm eating this ice cream, mm, um, he's questioning it, you know, and it seemed like in mainly the cities that are black. And that's what I came from, you know, reading between the lines. So basically what they're saying, what he's saying, and then what the other uh, members of his party are saying and his supporters, that perhaps that black people, they know it had to be mass fraud because they know black people are probably too lazy to get out and vote. I know some of you probably had thought the same thing, hopefully. Yeah, but yes, that's what they're trying to base the uh with the fraud on for this past presidential election so uh shout out to miss uh stacy abrams in georgia for helping with that um which just a masterful way of getting people voted uh registered to vote in over two years to be ready for this election so what it, what is it about us as a race, black people, and they think we're lazy. Now, not all white people think we're lazy or anything like that, but it's for the people who um, who think we're not capable of getting out to vote and uh, helping uh, turn the tide on things. And maybe the uh, best factor was that maybe they seem seem what Trump is really like, and he hasn't really did anything for for black people. Um, I don't care about the, well, I do care about what happened with the prison reform, you know, what they did for that, that, you know, I don't know the whole ins and out of it, but, um, but then turn around, you know, and getting private prisons back into, uh, back into play of things. So what's that all about? But uh, us as a race being told that we're lazy or, you know, we don't want anything, anything like that. Um, why, why is it when it comes to us during the election time, our vote is uh, heavily seeked out anyway? And still, you think about it, still nothing has real, things have changed, yes. But as far as far as injustice and 
us getting our slice of the pie, things really haven't changed at all. Uh, we still don't um, own many businesses or, um, um, gosh, so many things that we're, we're not able to achieve because basically because it's color, color of our skin. So what is it? What, what is it that makes people, first of all, they fear us, I think. And then for us, we fear each other that one's going to get ahead of the other and make it before that person. You know, we call ourselves crabs in the pot, which is true. And, uh, you know, overall, overall, we're, we're beautiful people. Uh, all races, you know, people are beautiful people. But black community or black people, we're beautiful, beautiful people. And I think we fail to realize that most of the time. You know, we all point to Chicago with the, we know with the, the killings that go on there. And gosh, I would love to know why that happens in that one area so much. I would really just would love to know what keeps uh, sparking and lighting that fire where they just feel it's necessity just to go out and just shoot and kill each other for apparently for no reason at all. I, I would really love to know why. And I would really love to speak to somebody who lives there or who used to live there and give me some, or give us some insight on that. And I don't know, but, <clears throat> um, but like I said, this, uh, you know, with the whole voting thing, um, it was just it was just awesome to see so many people early vote and turn out to vote. But like I said before, and I was talking to my dad tonight, earlier tonight, we were talking about the the so many people voted for Trump, you know, and his uh I guess the way that he governed, if you want to say that. And the blacks that voted for Trump, the women also, but my dad, he just said it just absolutely just um, drives him crazy to try to figure out why so many people voted for this man again. Why? I, I it, guys, it, it's worth repeating. He lies. He lies. He lies. He lies every single day from getting rid of the Affordable Care Act. You know, they're going to replace it with this big new new plan. Never was a plan. Mexico was going to build the wall. Uh, was going to pay for the wall. Uh, no, they didn't. Turns out that uh, us taxpayers are trying to flip that bill. He's trying to get us to flip that bill. Um, God, what else did he like? God, it's just so many things he lied about, even with the mail-in voting, you know, the ballots going in, because he set that up to, at the be even before the election again. Yeah, if we do mail-in balloting, it's going to be the biggest fraud of this and that, and they're going to steal the election. No, we didn't steal the election. You gave it to us, Donald Trump. You gave the election to us with your antics your lack of leadership, 
Um, and just overall, just you, it was, it was just a disgusting, a disgusting, I don't know. It's just to see him in that position. It was sickening. My wife, every time she's like, can we just turn it off? He just makes me sick because he talks so ignorant and which he does. And, you know, you hear a supporter, well, he tells the truth. No, he doesn't. He hasn't told the truth in ever. And rewind the tape to some of my other podcasts. What is wrong with you people who believe in this guy? What is your mental? Are you stable? I mean, seriously, are you a stable human being to function in this society where you believe a liar and a cheat and you put him as your hero? And the craziest thing that my wife's seen, and I've seen it too, they put Trump and Jesus on a flag. Now, that is some crazy stuff. I mean, just absolutely crazy. Uh, but I, I I need to hold on. Let me get, eat some more ice cream so I can kind of settle myself. Mm. If, if anybody ever wants to try this Snickers ice cream, I'm holding it up to the screen like y'all can see me. <laughs> but um, that's that rum talking that I um, drank a little bit earlier. But um, this Snickers ice cream and the uh, uh, pint, I guess that it is. Yeah, pint. Oh, my God. It is so good. But, mm, but, and like I said, going back to his supporters and even the people in the party in the Congress and the Senate who failed to realize that the vote, the people have spoken and President-elect Biden and Vice President-elect Harris will be in office on January the 20th. So why are these people not congratulating him and her and still riding with Trump? It's because he still has a lot of pull in that base. You get 70 million people. That's something you can't ignore. So, of course, they want to stay on his side, even though even though they know he's wrong. And but you would think they would know better. So now there are some who are not with, you know, uh, with some of the other Republicans. There's you know, they congratulated him, um, um, Biden and Harris. And I see, you know, we talk about a racial war. I see a civil war with inside the uh, Republican Party because he has um, divided that so badly, you know, they don't know which way to turn. So um, before, you know, they tried to figure out how to stop the, the Democrats, they better figure out how to stop this guy from ruining your party. I mean, the heck, you, the Republican Party really never stood ground or uh, stood stood as a high moral thing for me to really vote for them in the past few years. 
because you know the gerrymandering that's going on in different uh states you know where um where their votes um mainly go to republicans and stuff like that i don't know if i'm explaining that right but you know with voter suppression all done by um republicans and you know uh other things with like civil rights acts um banning lynching you know you had a couple of those uh senators who didn't want to put the name on the bill and you know why because like i said it runs through their base they want to stay in office they have to please those people and most of the people that they're trying to believe are bigots aka racist and um right now they are fighting for their very way of life for what they see and the way that they can do it is through the courts you know filling the filling the seats with these republican judges you know keep I, this is just me talking um um you know you still get still get your quota of black men locked up uh, black men, black women in the prison system, private prisons and stuff like that. Um, but they basically see their world turning brown for the people who don't like that. You know, from the interracial babies, you see the commercials on TV and a lot of people are like, I, I don't want to see that. You know, then they see the LGBTQ, LGBT, I can't even say the word, um, uh, the uh, acronym. But they see the gay community on TV. Um, uh, the world is uh, changing in front of them, and they don't like it. So now, the, you know, the whole thing is the mo whole moral compass. You know, compass from the right wing conservatives. Uh, you know, we're people of God, but we hate the gays and we hate the blacks. You know, <laughs> and. Basically, that's what it is in a nutshell, if you think about it. And, you know, you see people like um, preachers like, what's his name, who just recently had that disturbing laugh when he said uh, Biden was president. God, what is his name? He is a straight bootleg-ass bootleg preacher. Uh, he was on Current Affair. I can't think of his name now, but... You think about all the black pastors who um, showed up for Trump uh, in these meetings at the White House. Uh, it, uh, it's a money thing for them. They, you know, they don't give it. They don't give a shit about their uh, people. You know, it's just, uh, hey, can I control the money that I'm getting in? The free money that I'm getting in, and uh, I don't know. You just think, and you think, and you look at on the internet, you got uh, diamond and silk. I call them cubic zirconia. You got the Hodges twins and David Williams and all these people on the internet, you know, talking about Trump is this, Trump is that, these black people. And so you can just see right through them. Now, if you're playing your role, uh, being a Trump supporter, but you're not, and you're making money, hey, so be it. But if you're not, you know, well, either way, you still should be ashamed of yourself. But uh, if you're not, and you truly believe in this guy, 
And um, what, what does that really say about you? Diamond and Silk, the Hodges twin, David Williams, uh, you, you other people, you black people who are for Trump. What is that? So you're willing to sell your own people out for people who really don't care about you. Because the people who vote for Trump are voting for racism, sexism, uh, so many isms that um, affect us bottom line, but you support it. And like I said, I guarantee you, I guarantee any of you people who are Trump supporters and you up there hollering back to blue, uh, all lives matter and stuff like that. The very minute, second, that you claim police brutality, you know, and you were like, um, you say some stuff like Colin Kaepernick did, or you had an incident, or you seen an incident that disturbed you, like for George Floyd or anything like that. But if you didn't, um, uh, still, you know that didn't bother you, something's wrong with you. But the minute, very second that you say something screaming police brutality, them same people, same people, and you rewind the tape to when I said it before in uh, previous podcasts, those same people will tell you, go back to Africa, you know, calling y'all kind of N-words, you don't love America, um, um, well, you should have complied and you probably did, but yeah, all that, all that will come into play on your black ass because you want, you felt you were done wrong by the police. And we all know the police around this country have a very difficult job. Yes, I understand that. And, um, uh, you know, I I don't wish anybody harm or anything like that. But like any other thing, I don't care from the military to uh, to you in your politics. We're all human beings. Just because you put on that uniform with a badge and carry a gun, that does not make that that does not make you. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That doesn't mean you're a saint. There are plenty of cops, plenty of politicians, plenty of preachers, this and that, that are locked up because they fail, uh, failed in part of their life doing some stuff they were not supposed to be doing. And like I said, for cops, um, the job is hard, but hey, you signed up for it to protect and serve, protect the people and not serve up young black men and women to the system unfairly. That's some shit that needs to stop, should have been stopped. And I still call, I've seen it on CNN and things like I've seen some black officers who have retired and stuff like that who have stepped up and, you know, calling out this, you know, this injustice. But we need the other ones all across this nation we need y'all to step up too. If it's not right, stop it. If you see a fellow officer committing a crime against another person 
who may have surrendered or is doing nothing. The situation doesn't recall, doesn't uh, call for uh, deadly force. Stop them. If it's against an unarmed black man, if you're there, stop that cop. Stop him. Stop him from committing murder. You are there to uphold the law. If he wants to break the law, arrest him, but do your job. I have to do my job every day. You police out there, for the majority of you, do a great job for the ones that are that bad apple and you good apples are with them. Hey, get them, peel them, um, get them in front of something, you know, where they are held accountable for their action. It's, this needs to happen. Okay, so with that being said, <clears throat> I'm not going to talk much longer. Um, gosh, um, hey, life can be exhausting, exhausting, can it? You know, you think about what you see on the internet and um, on TV. God, we got so many things going at us and everybody working and, you know, just to make ends meet. But uh, shout, shout out to everyone who's doing that. And that is going to be it for tonight, ladies and gentlemen, because I'm tired. And we shall see you guys on the flip side. So once again, thanks for um, tuning in, listening in to uh, my podcast, Uncomfortable. Check, check me out on Facebook. I put some posts up there from time to time. Um, yeah, and you know, mainly against Trump and his uh, people. And um, we shall talk to y'all later.